Hi, welcome to Life is a Treasure podcast. I'm your hostess, Michelle Durand, and this is episode number 56, Stress Awareness. National Stress Awareness Day was yesterday, November 4th of 2020, and National Stress Awareness Day began in 1992 as a way to raise awareness of stress in our lives, how to identify and reduce the stress factors in our life. So I wanted to take this opportunity and really look at stress, look at how stress plays a part in our life, how stress affects our mind, our body, and our soul, because that's what this Life is a Treasure podcast is all about. Mind, body, soul how they're connected, how we can heal them, the different areas, and ways to make our mental health, our physical health, and our spiritual health balanced and as healthy as it can be. We live in a world where we are just compounded with reasons to have stress. Of course, we're in 2020. We're experiencing a worldwide pandemic. Um, There's a lot of fear. There's a lot of fear-based information and news out there, which undoubtedly causes us a lot of stress. And stress can be good for us. Stress is a natural reaction that our body and our mind has to protect us Um, It's our body's way of protecting us from harm. It helps us to respond to the changes in our life. So there is good stress, but there's also too much stress, which can become bad stress and harmful to our health, our relationship with ourselves, and our relationship with others. And it's a good goal to have is to balance our stress levels you know, to make sure that we do care about some things, but that we don't worry and overwhelm ourselves with other things that maybe we cannot have any control over, <clears throat> especially if we think we can control other people or some things around us. I mean, there's a lot that we cannot control, but there's a lot that we can control. And that's what this episode is going to be about, helping us identify ways that we can control our stress level so that we can remain healthy even during a time of pandemic and scarcity and fear and all this extra stress that has been brought upon us um you know everyone's at different stages in their life some people have young children i can't imagine having young children during this time and they have to wear a mask and follow all these restrictions I I just can't imagine that. And my children are grown. I'm in my 50s. So I'm in a different season in my life. But I definitely truly remember raising my children and the stresses that were in everyday life just with raising children. So my heart goes out to you if you're a mom and you're trying to work and or a dad and you have to homeschool or you have to worry about all these things with your children. You're in my thoughts and prayers because I know that that's extra stress. So I hope this episode will help you to look at some areas where we can eliminate or maybe even um, 
at least reduce our stress levels because stress causes anxiety, it causes panic, and those things are not good for our mind or our bodies or our soul for that matter. So um, we looked at good health, good stress, we looked at bad stress, which is too much stress, you know, too much feeling of worry and overwhelm and concern. Maybe you're a people pleaser. So how we react to stress really, really controls how we feel. I'm going to share examples from my own life as I dive into this, but um, a few of the ways that you can look at identifying stress is to look at your relationships. If you're in a physical or emotionally abusive relationship of any type, you're going to experience extreme stress. And that is not good for your health at all. Maybe it's your work environment. Maybe your work environment and the people that you work with are causing you a lot of stress. It will affect your body. I'm going to share with you in a minute how it affected my body a few years back and what I did to make changes. So that could be your, especially right now, maybe you've lost your job or your family members have lost jobs and you have a lot of financial stress, very common. Maybe you're having other family health issues. Maybe someone you love has the virus and you're concerned and you're, you can't be with them and all these restrictions. And that is definitely a cause of stress. So how can we react to it? How can we eliminate stress? How can we reduce stress? So as I said, I'd share a story. Um, I'll bring you back to a few years ago, many years ago actually, but a few years after my divorce, um, I was really, as a single mom, uh, actually my children had both went and moved to Uh, California to go for college to college and I was living still back in Louisiana in a home that I had with my kids and they were gone which that right there caused me a lot of stress and worry and concern because they were very pretty young in my eyes you know just graduated high school living all on their own in California all by themselves yep mama's dress was real but on top of that I was trying to make ends meet And that meant doing a lot of different things. And a lot of those things caused me a lot of stress. And I I wasn't eating healthy. I wasn't sleeping enough. I I had relationships in my life that were very unhealthy. They were causing more stress. And the people in your life should help you cope and reduce stress, not be the cause of the stress. And the way that my body responded to the stress which made me ill was um I was very thin I could not I wasn't eating properly and I wasn't getting the nutrients that I needed and so I was very underweight and then I suffered with migraines every single day I woke up in severe pain and I went to sleep in severe pain and I struggled through the day I wasn't living I was barely surviving and I wanted to thrive in my life so 
I didn't know. I didn't know the relationship between stress and our how it affected and impacted the body. That was when I learned this, and this was back in probably 2012. It started or 11. It was about. It was many years ago, but that's when I first was brought aware and attention to that fact. And the way that it happened is I was going to a a health clinic era doctor's uh, office where they were giving me some injections of pain meds and probably steroids to reduce inflammation in the back of my neck. Because yes, I do have neck issues. I always have, but they thought that was probably, or I thought that was causing my migraines. And I was going through those very expensive treatments, and yet my migraines persisted. And at that point, the doctor suggested we start running tests. And I guess one of the biggest tests that I ran was the MRI on my brain. Really was worried that I had a brain tumor pushing on something in my brain to cause those migraines. That was stressful itself. But thankfully, the MRI showed nothing. You know, everything was normal. And uh, what's normal, right? But, you know, there was no alarming findings. And at that time, I remember this very caring doctor came in and he said to me, you know, we've been treating you. We've done everything that we can. We've done all the tests. Everything looks, you know, normal. And um, you're going to have to reduce, you're going to have to get rid of the stress in your life. And I remember sitting there like, well, then I need to end my life because my life was nothing but stress. Well, what's the alternative? I did not want to end my life. Of course, I did not want to. Um, but I definitely wanted the pain to go away. And I wanted my life to be enjoyable and not full of pain every single second of the day. So I had to go home and really take a good hard look at everything in my life that was causing me stress. It was like a big brain dump, but I had to get it out so that I could examine it and look at it and start thinking about solutions. What can I change? You know, there's some things I could not change, but what can I change? What is causing me stress? And what would be a solution to either eliminate or reduce this stress that's impacting my health. And that's what I did. I started with the easiest ones first, and I went down the list. And it was not easy. I'm not at all saying it was easy. It was very difficult. I actually had to cut out a lot of toxic people from my life who were causing me a lot of stress. I had to cut the connection. They were not family members at all. They were just people that were in my life that did not need to be in my life, but I thought they did. And, you know, I'm a people pleaser. I didn't want to hurt people's feelings. But when it kind of came down to my health, I was the one who was suffering. (laughs) They weren't. So I had to make the changes and the decisions. And I did. And I will tell you, on the other end of it was peace. I took those hard steps. Some of them were major, life-altering decisions. 
and they I knew they weren't going to be easy to tackle, but I did it. And fast forward a few years, I was in a totally different place. I actually moved. So, you know, mine was serious. I ended up, you know, selling the home because that was part of the uh that home was part of our divorce situation. So, I sold that home and I moved and I sold so many and gave away so many things that I didn't need any longer and got rid of clutter and there my mind wasn't cluttered anymore. So I cut out those relationships that were not healthy and I surrounded myself with healthy people who were uplifting to me and who helped me reduce and cope with my stress and um, who really loved me and I made you know, financial plans and uh, just made a lot of decisions, some very easier than others, but they were all important, whether it's so small, such as, you know, eating healthier and getting on supplements and making sure that I exercise and move every day. Just those things, you know, getting rid of anything that, uh, I didn't need any longer in my life because we hold on to stuff. And look, when we hold on to stuff, it becomes heavy baggage. And sometimes we have to put it down and let it go. And that's what I had to do. And I said, okay, this chapter of my life is finished. It's done. It's time to move on to bigger and better things. I want to, I want to not just survive, but I want to thrive in my life. I wanted to create a life that I treasure. And I did, and you can too. So whatever you might find yourself in right now as you're listening to this episode, I hope that you will be able to understand that you have with everything within you to start making those changes, to identify the stressors in your life that are impacting your physical and your mental health, and find solutions and ways to eliminate and reduce that stress. Because when you do you'll be able to breathe again. You'll be able to laugh again. You'll be able to live life again. And that's my goal for you. That was my goal for myself. And my relationships got so much better, so much healthier. So because I focused on my relationship with myself, and that is crucial If we don't take care of ourselves first, we can't take care of anyone else. We just can't. We have nothing to give when we don't fill ourselves up and take care of ourselves first. So I'm going to offer you some tools and tips to help develop coping skills to deal with our anxiety that comes from stress. So a few things I did was I learned how to deep breathe. We just breathe normally, naturally, but when we sit and focus on our breathing, like taking a deep, good breath in through our nose and holding that breath for a few seconds and then letting it out through our mouth, all out, slowly, deep breathing will automatically calm our body and our mind and our soul. If you can, go get a massage. Massage out those toxins in your body. Relax. Um, I also believe I also would take Epsom salt baths. Light candles, play some soft, relaxing music, and just relax and soak in the tub. 
um, CBD oils help me heal and I take them every single day. I strongly believe in the power of CBD oil and essential oils, particularly lavender. Um, frankincense is good. There's a lot of different essential oils that you can use for stress and anxiety and depression and reach out to me and I'd be more than happy to help you get on your journey with essential oils and CBD oils. The other thing is to identify and let go of the things we cannot change. So I talked about how we can find solutions to some things and we can make changes, but there are some things in our life, sometimes a lot of things we cannot control and we cannot change. Identify what they are and if and try to let them go and just accept what is. Next is to try to exercise. Exercising helps us to just let go of built-up anxiety or anger. Um, I go walk, brisk walking every day. I practice yoga online with my daughter, Courtney Sprawls, with Mind Body Mystic. Um, I listen to music that's calming and relaxing or guided meditations. And eat balanced diet. And if that's not possible, supplement. There's many supplements to help you get the nutrients that your body and your mind needs. So make sure you're eating a balanced diet. Develop routines to help alleviate stress mentally. So you don't have to think about every single thing. You just have a routine. Have a morning routine. Have a daily routine. Have a night routine. If you have a commute, take different routes. See different scenery. Listen to podcasts that will help you whatever you're dealing with. Um, those are just some ideas to just help alleviate also, a big one I love, journaling, journal, brain dump. Express yourself through journaling. And if you have a hard time, sometimes I get in a, in a rut. I will literally go to like TJ Maxx or Marshalls, find the cutest notebook or journal that just pops out to you and get it. It will inspire you to go into it every day and just write. Um, it helps you to see what you're feeling and what you're thinking, things you can change. And then the next thing is therapy. I talk about this probably on every single episode because therapy, I feel everyone can benefit from therapy. There's online virtual therapy, there's, you know, in-person therapy, but find a therapist that specializes in your area that you need some help with. So... I really, really like this, uh, I guess, acronym. No, it's called. But the letters of stress, S-T-R-E-S-S, each have a word for it. So it stands for someone trying to repair every situation solo. I'm raising my hand. <laughs> that was me. Someone trying to repair every situation solo. I was trying to do everything on my own. I would not ask or accept help. I didn't want to burden anyone. I'm a people pleaser by nature. So, you know, think about that. Stress, remind yourself, stress, someone trying to repair every situation solo. And if that's you, I don't know. I just encourage you to really try to ask for help 
ask for what you need be let your needs be known to those around you who can support you and help you and who are willing to and accept their help i know it's hard sometimes but we have to push our pride and our ego away and just let them help us sometimes you know i had to do that and i still do and i've learned a hard lesson through my journey with my health so i'd also like to offer you a few books that i think would be very very helpful one i've done entire podcast episodes on this first book I highly recommend this book and I highly recommend you go back and find those episodes. It's called The Four Agreements by Don Ruiz. Ruiz, I always say his name wrong, sorry. Um, But I will have the link in the show notes. And the second book that I really recommend is is called Rising Strong by Brene Brown. She's one of my favorite, favorite authors. Um, she's a shame research, and as most of you know, I work with women and men who've had abortions, and the most powerful emotion they feel is shame. So I love Brene Brown's work and all of her books, but Rising Strong will help you with the stress in your life and how to manage your life and the stress in your life. So I'll have the links to those books in the show notes for you to check them out. Um, I want to kind of wrap this up by reading you something that I found online. It says, stress less. Focus on what you can control. Go for a walk. Color. Talk about it. Breathe. Look for opportunities in life's challenges. Dance it out. Treat yourself. Reminisce about good times. Ask for a hug. Go to bed earlier and smile. And when you learn to let go of what you cannot control, you bring yourself peace. When you let go of people that are causing you stress, you bring yourself love. Love for yourself and better loving relationships with others. When you let go of unrealistic expectations, of others, and especially of yourself, you will bring yourself joy. And that is always my closing wishes for you, that you can find peace, love, and joy, and make your life one that you treasure. Thank you for listening to Life is a Treasure podcast. I'm Michelle Durand, and I'd like to personally invite you to join us and continue the conversation in our free Facebook group, Life is a Treasure podcast. The link will be in the show notes at lifeisatreasure.com. You can also find my social media links on the website as well. Please reach out to me and introduce yourself. I'd love to hear where you're listening from and what your biggest takeaways have been. And as we begin to share our secrets, our stories, and our struggles, we find that others can have the courage to start sharing theirs. And this is how the healing process begins. So please help us spread the hope and the healing to others by subscribing, reviewing, and sharing this podcast. And make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle Marie with two E's, Durand, D-U-R-A-N-D with hashtag life is a treasure podcast. 
for a chance to get a shout out on the show and also visit lifeisatreasure.com for all the resources and freebies mentioned. We believe that everyone is equal and worthy of healing and unconditional love. And we promise that if you invest your time and energy to do the inner work, you too can transform yourself and create a life that is a treasure. So you can live authentically, love unconditionally, and laugh wholeheartedly. And until next week, peace, love, and joy.